0: This is an ABC podcast. At the back, got a fist to it. Siren goes. Ross Lyon announces his
1: return with a remarkable win. Undermanned, but not to be outdone. The Saints win in round one. In any sporting competition, round one takes on an outsized waiting. There's just way more at stake than a single victory. Fans have been waiting six months to see whether their team's going to make them excited about the season ahead, or quite the opposite. That is magnified even further if you've got a new coach. It's the ultimate signifier that something might be different this year. Four AFL clubs entered the season with new tacticians. All four were diabolical for different reasons in 2022. They all won in round one. How much might we read into those victories? New coach, who dis? I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily. Corbin Middlemass is an AFL caller for ABC Grandstand. He is one half of the Corbin and Ben podcast, which covers footy in depth. Corb, we're picking through the four new coaches and their rousing victories from Round One, and we've got to start where the round ended. Rossline back at St Kilda against his old club Fremantle. This was a St Kilda side missing nine of their first choice players. Nine, they won anyway. I feel like aura is so important for coaches in sport. What will a victory do here for Lions aura levels?
0: Oh, I think it'll certainly boost it straight out of the gate. So all the talk is that, you know, Ross Lyon is the kind of coach that he will absolutely wring the last drip of water out of any kind of damp cloth. And what we saw from him yesterday with St Kilda in particular, as you said, with uh, an injury list, as long as your arm, you're clearly less talented than what Fremantle were, but completely outworked them. And, in a way, it was extremely predictable with you know scores in the 30s at half time, And in the end, St Kilda win, kicking 67 points by 15, which is a fair gap in the game when the final scoreline reads 67 to 52. But it was classic Ross, you know, fold numbers back, work hard. And then like the lackey band, just slingshot down the other end when they do get the footy and try and hit the scoreboard. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a very sort of, typical ross lion coached team uh, and the way that they won yesterday is that they found a way to win despite you know facing significant adversity a- against a team that you know is again expected to feature in the the pointy end of the competition after a,
1: a final six finish last year ross in the preseason was rebranded as you know cuddly whimsical chock full of gags ross his press conference after this win it was not that it was humility and a preaching of balance I'm really enjoying it but because I'm delegating more and more balance. I'm not as manic trying to do all those things. So it just allows me to work on the dynamic of the group really well and build those relationships. So that's been a nice shift for me. And if we mix the public messaging and what we saw on field, what does all of this blended together tell us about who St Kilda might be under Ross 3.0? Well,
0: I think I'm certain that the message that he would
1: have been telling
0: his group afterwards is, this is how we can win so don't worry about all the guys that aren't here worry about the guys that are and there's a there's a path here to victory each week so if we can do that against Fremantle, who played off in a semi-final last year why can't we do it this week against the western bulldogs so if they play that particular way
1: the 22 they were picking had done every minute of pre-season so i knew we were rock hard fit and we would run and work. And our game style is an up-tempo run and work game style. I was expecting something
0: a little bit different from, from Ross. Or, or maybe with the years out, you know, whether they would have more of an attacking flair. And maybe because of the injury list, they've just folded back to what they know. So essentially they've gone, right, let's just you know, be ultra-defensive. Let's keep ourselves in as many games as possible. And I hope that we can pinch a couple late. And when although you sort of look through the injury list, I don't think we'll get a proper gauge on what St Kilda will look like under Ross until one of, if not both, you know, Membry and King come back into that lineup. So without sort of two key forwards that can clunk it, uh, I think that's going to change their look significantly. And I think in until they come back, it's just a matter of sort of hanging in the season. Can they can they win enough games to to make sure that they're they're still alive in the year and it's it's not over by the time those guys return.
1: If Ross Lyons' early success is a study in the mystique of a coach then what do we take from coaching savant Alistair Clarkson's victory for North Melbourne over the West Coast Eagles? Loved his attitude towards this. That The crowd was so engaged. So just
0: appointing Clarkson brings so much hope. And the fact that they were able to edge out one of their chief rivals in Essendon Free Services late last year, it it immediately gives the club a bit of a boost. And then almost immediately we we hear about, you know, the, the racism investigation into, you know, what happened historically at the Hawthorne Football Club. As a result, there's this threatening cloud hanging over his, you know, tenure at North Melbourne and no doubt would be a heavy weight for him to have to carry, but also for the football club more broadly. And so it probably took some of the gloss off his appointment. It felt like all of that though was back. On Saturday, and that the crowd was so engaged in the game in the in the latter moments of, of the
1: match. goes up, can't take the mark. Yes. The, back, the siren sounds. The Clarkson rebuild begins with a win at North Melbourne.
0: I think that's telling too that it gave North fans something to believe in, and I loved that his messaging moments after the game was, "We've got to have an
1: expectation
0: that we want to
1: win every week." The young group trying to teach these guys really that terrific that we won, but. Uh, we, we've got to have an expectation that we want to win every week, and with an expectation that we should be in games all the time. To uh, and genuine belief that we can win games of footy.
0: And I'm sure that's what he'll be preaching to his team um, ahead of their trip to Perth this week. They play Fremantle on uh, on Saturday night, but a lot to like, and and particularly for their their younger players. Luke Davies Uniac looks like he's developing into you know a frontline midfielder, and then Harry Sheezel, I mean, pick three in last year's national draft. So finally, we're starting to see some you know top end talent coming through North Melbourne, which you know wasn't too long ago. Stacky, that we're probably looking back thinking, gee, what does this list look like, and is there
1: you know, a, a reason for genuine optimism? Let's just dig a little deeper into his post-match press conference, because if you're a Kangas fan, it's been a tough few years. You knock over West Coast round one you're excited likely and the vision of him celebrating with players and staff must have been intoxicating but the post-match press conference would have sobered them right up it was dry is that about managing expectations or is that about trying to keep a low profile given the off-field stuff that's happened in the off-season
0: yeah i probably more read it as the former that i think he just genuinely wants to create an expectation that you know winning isn't a novelty for north melbourne so i think that only won nine games in the previous three seasons and so this this isn't something that just happens every now and then, and it's almost it's almost like a bit of a reason for the rest of the competition to say, oh, good on you, North Melbourne. It's nice to see them win a game. Um, I think he's sort of his expectations are that every single game he's going to coach that he wants to win, no matter how much I think the rest of us externally probably think, yeah, that's unrealistic.
1: I think there was a fair few North supporters who were just thinking when uh, Ryan kicked that goal to get them within four points or five points or something, you know, could somehow we work, find a way to, to lose that game of footy and just so, so pleased that we hung in there and, and found ourselves a win and just, just know that we can work our way through tough... Uh, tough periods of the game
0: that's probably a little bit of the the insight into Alistair Clarkson and the way that he presents himself that you know winning for this group shouldn't be you know just a a once in a while type thing
1: Brad Scott has spent the summer managing expectations around his new club Essendon and then he goes and helps the Bombers beat their bitter rivals in Hawthorne what do we learn from Scott's opening round victory about what life might look like under his tenure for Essendon fans
0: You talk about managing expectation, that's exactly what Brad Scott's been doing all summer where it feels like he's been talking to his players as much as he's talking to the supporter base every single time he fronts the media, that he talks a lot about what's required to be a professional footballer, what kind of standards need to be set.
1: We've got a lot of work to do in terms of of embracing what an elite AFL
0: lifestyle looks like and it's hard to do that if you don't have role models and should go without saying in AFL footy but it's not always the case. He keeps talking about, we want to be a great team over for a long period of time, and that is going to take a little while up front. So I don't think he has high hopes in terms of you know, on-field success this year, but he's about sort of trying to turn around an on-field culture in particular from where it's been in, in recent seasons. A really good first step in what we think is going to be a long journey for us, and yeah, you know, we're very realistic and we we put everything in perspective and it's really important that we put the, the good wins in perspective like you know at times potentially having to put the bad losses into perspective well, i'm not so sure we learned that much so Essendon sit on top of the table at the moment um which is the first time that they've been there in almost a decade at the end of any one round um you have to go way back to, to round six of uh, of 2013 the last time the bombers were the uh, the top seed and the reason for that is I just think the quality of opposition just wasn't there for them on the weekend. I feel like I, I try and always look a little bit glass half full for Essendon. They're the team closest to my heart, Stacky. But if, if they were playing Collingwood this weekend or Melbourne, for example, and they played that level of football against Hawthorne, they would have won by 120 points. That the, the Hawks were probably, I think, the, the big story coming out of this. It was sort of more bad Hawthorne than good Essendon. That said, if you were looking for positive signs, again, it came in the guys that are 23 years of age or or younger. It is a talented list. They've got um, a lot of high, high draft picks in recent seasons and it'll be Brad Scott's task to try and
1: obviously get the most out of them, um, not just this year, but going forward. Adam Kingsley was part of the Richmond dynasty working under Damien Harwick. We finally got to see him as an AFL senior coach with the GWS Giants over the weekend. For many years, many called this team the AFL's Ferrari because of the wealth of top-end talent. How did Kingsley drive his new car?
0: Uh, sensational!ly I look at the four victories from the new coaches Stacky, and I actually put this one on top. People that have played for GWS, you know, their whole lives, guys like you know Stephen Cornelio and and Toby Green, that have been around the block with GWS, are rating this among some of the toughest and most fulfilling victories that they've had in their time at the Giants. Honestly,
1: it's one of the hardest games I've ever played in terms of just you know the heat and um you know it, obviously you, you know it's hot, but um, you know amongst the group we're trying to keep positive, but um. You know, I looked around at the three-quarter time and saw about eight guys getting runs. I thought, Jesus, it's going to be a tough last quarter. But you know, full credit to everyone the way we dug in and um, mentally and physically we were able to be superior in the end.
0: 33 degrees. They were a long way down in the game. They, they should have actually been 50 down and they trailed by 30 in the second quarter. They were depleted on the run. So they lost Perryman in the first quarter. They lost Whitfield to a head knock. And by the time the last quarter came around, Josh Kelly was also out of the game with a, a head clash as well. So they had two rotations left in hot conditions, trying to beat a, a team that was fully loaded ahead in the game previously. And they came all the way back to win it. It was such an admirable performance first up under a new coach. They're playing an exciting, attractive brand and nothing against what sort of Leon Cameron did. And he had great success with the Giants, but it feels like it's the, the boost that, that they needed. And we saw that again with with Collingwood last year. I think we saw it with the the Giants on the weekend and that Richmond brand or richmond ip that he's he's brought across you could clearly see that on display yesterday take the game on run hand pass carry the football surge it on it at at all costs and it's a pretty fun style of football to play you can you can see the clear cause and effect between the the coach and his playing group plans are in place and we're able to utilize them it was just with some slightly different personnel at times so i was again these guys are really coachable you ask them to do something that they're not necessarily familiar with but they have an understanding of the role required and they get it done. Oh, I think the, the GWS Giants will be better than um, the, than most predicted this year. And for what it's worth, I don't think Adelaide are going to be uh, an easy team to roll over. So I think there was a, a fair bit in that result yesterday.
1: Corbin Middlemass, we're only one round down. There's been so much to pick through. Thanks for doing it with us. Anytime. Headlines. Staying with the AFL and Kasai Pickett and Lance Franklin have both been suspended after their round one wins. The young demon collected dogs midfielder Bailey Smith with a big bump. He'll wear a two-game ban. Franklin clipped Suns defender Sam Collins and will miss a game. In cricket, Australia has squared up its one-day international series with India after trouncing their hosts. Mitchell Stark took five wickets as India was skittled for 117. The Aussies did not lose a wicket in replies. Travis Head and Mitch Marsh motored home. Marsh top-scored with 66 from 36 balls. The final game is on Wednesday, and while this tournament feels a bit inconsequential, it's worth remembering that India is hosting the ODI World Cup later this year. So there's your context. Formula One and Australian Oscar Piastri finished 15th at the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix after qualifying 8th fastest for the race. He never really recovered after a minor lap one incident with Pierre Gasly that damaged his car. His next race will be in Melbourne. more good experience, a couple overtakes. We're uh, off to Melbourne next, so uh, home race, looking forward to it and we'll see you there. At the front of the field, it was Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen and Fernando Alonso. One, two and three. Australia's aerial skiers are flying right now, figuratively and literally. Daniel Scott has claimed the World Cup after finishing second in the latest meet in Kazakhstan. Laura Peel actually won the event, but will finish second overall. This is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Poppy Penny. I'm Patrick Stack. If you want more AFL analysis from Corbin Middlemass, check out his podcast with Ben Cameron. It's called Corbin and Ben. And it's on the Best of ABC Sport feed. The link is in the show notes.